Shalom, this is Rabbi Tama Davis Hart from Beth Elohim Messianic Synagogue bringing you a message entitled, Which Gospel? In the past several weeks, while delivering other messages, you've probably heard me mention that contrary to what you've been taught, we are not enjoined by Hashem's word to witness a quote-unquote gospel of salvation. Although no one has really directly asked me about my remarks, I think it's time to explain to you what I mean. Those of you who have come out of Protestant churches know the emphasis taught and practiced is the, quote, saving of souls, unquote, through profession of Yeshua HaMashiach by the preaching and witnessing of the gospel of salvation. So let's look at this doctrine. Let's learn what the true gospel is. First, gospel means good news and nothing more. So we must determine what this good news is according to scriptural evidence not according to the connotations attached to it by centuries of erroneous interpretation. Second, we have to ask ourselves, what was Yeshua's gospel? In Malachi 3.1, Yahweh's promise to send a messenger into the world from heaven, bearing a message from him for all mankind is recorded, and it reads, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And Adonai, whom ye seek, shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in, in behold. He shall come, saith Yahweh Zevaot. Zevaot means God of hosts. In Mark 1-2, we learn that John the Baptist was that messenger, and the Lord, or Adonai here, refers to Yeshua HaMashiach, and Yahweh Zevaot refers to Yahweh of hosts, as I said. This is a prophecy that introduces the person who is to bring the message that John prepares the way for, and the first chapter of Mark records this happening by declaring, quote, the beginning of the gospel of Yeshua HaMashiach, the son of Yahweh Elohim, unquote. So here we see announced the quote-unquote good news of Yeshua, but this is not his, Yeshua's message, it's John's. In verses 12 and 13, we see Hasatan, or Satan, trying to destroy Yeshua spiritually before he can bring the message sent by the Father. Then in verses 14 and 15, we see that Yeshua came into Galilee preaching the gospel. What gospel? The gospel of the kingdom of Yahweh Elohim. That's the gospel Yeshua proclaimed. This message he brought to the world is about the kingdom of God. This is the message that Yahweh wanted proclaimed as a witness to all nations, not a gospel of profession. Since the first century, the world has not heard this message because it's not been proclaimed to the world after the first century. Yeshua brought no other gospel. <clears throat> Excuse me. In Luke 4.43, he says, And he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore am I sent. In Luke 9, 1 and 2, it's written, Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. So we see that the gospel we are to preach is the kingdom of God. In Acts 12, we also read, But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, they were baptized both men and women. Then in Matthew 4.23, it reads that Yeshua went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. There are many more scriptures to show that the true gospel 
is the gospel Yeshua preached, the gospel of the kingdom, which implies order and structure. His parables also concern the kingdom of God. When he explained the parable of the sower to his disciples, he said, quote, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. And then he explained the parable. In Luke 13, 18, he said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? And whereunto shall I resemble it? And then came a parable. In Luke 13, 20 and 21, he again said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It's like leaven. Unquote. And then follow the parable of the leaven. In the 19th chapter of Luke, it's recorded on his most important parables, one of them. And it reads, And as they heard these things, he added and spake a parable, because he was nigh to Jerusalem, and because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately appear. This is the parable of the nobleman going to a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. This is the picture of Yeshua's ascension to heaven, where the coronation ceremony takes place, and then he shall return to earth to rule all nations, as King of kings and Lord of lords, in all supreme power and glory of the great God. After Yeshua's resurrection, they were with him for 40 days. What was the topic taught to them? In Acts 1, 2, and 3, we can see. Until the day in which he was taken up, after that, he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles who he had chosen, to whom he also showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Then in Acts 1.6, just before he ascended, we read, They ask him, when they therefore were come together, they ask of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time Restore again the kingdom to Israel. We have to take serious note that even after the resurrection that Yeshua was still speaking to them about the things that pertain to the kingdom of God. Even after the Pentecost, some two years later, Acts records that the believers were scattered abroad and they went everywhere preaching the word. What word? In Acts 8, 1 through 12, we see that the word they preached was, and let me read, but when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, they were baptized, both men and women. So did Shaul, or Paul, preach any other gospel? In Acts 28:23, we read, And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house and received all that came in unto him, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern Adonai Yeshua HaMashiach, with all confidence, no man forbidding him. And we also see that Paul spoke boldly at Ephesus for three months, quote, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. Time won't permit it here, but time and again, Scripture tells us the true gospel is to be witnessed of is the kingdom of God. We see it in Acts 20:25, 20, Acts 28:23, Acts 28:30, and Galatians 1, verses 6 and 7. We see the Galatians had already turned to another gospel. Paul warned them, for to them he wrote, But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. And as we said before, so I say again, If any man preach any other gospel unto you that ye have received, let him be accursed. 
The gospel of profession is a different gospel than the gospel of the kingdom. Look it up. We cannot simply profess the name of God and say, oh, we believe in Jesus Christ, we're saved, and have it be so. It doesn't work like abracadabra, which means let it, let it be created, as I've said. And that's exactly what's being taught. We have to do our part. We have to do the commands of God out of love, out of obedience to God, out of love. We can't sit back on our laurels and think that faith alone is going to get us to heaven because it won't. And often Christianity pits James and Paul against each other. Faith without works is dead and works without faith is dead. Well, works without faith is dead. And faith without works is dead. It works both ways. We need to read the entire Torah over and over again and get this right while it's still called day today. Yeshua's message, as we clearly see scripturally, is the message of the kingdom of God. This is the word he spoke. The apostles, as you read through the book of Acts, are characterized as preaching the word, meaning the kingdom of God. What does all this pretend for us when we see scripturally the message Yeshua and the apostles brought? What about the gospels being preached today? Preaching Christ to the nations or the gospel of grace? Or the gospel of salvation? What's wrong with these messages? The wrong is that these gospels are preaching a different Yeshua. A Yeshua who's supposed to have abolished his father's commandments, which makes no sense at all, who turned grace into license to disobey. They do not preach the real Yeshua, who said, quote, I have kept all my father's commandments, unquote, setting us an example that we should keep them also. When he says, I've come to fulfill the Torah, it's to show a correct interpretation of, not finish it off once and for all. And when he said, I've not come to destroy it, that means to not show an um, incorrect interpretation of. So he showed us how to do it, not to finish it off and throw it on a sign on the cross and say, we don't have to do it anymore. If those who claim to preach a gospel of salvation understood and proclaimed what salvation really is, it might be a part of the true gospel, but they don't. So if the blind are leading the blind so that they both must fall in a ditch, then we must know what the message sent by the Father through Yeshua, the kingdom of God, really is to us. First, what is a kingdom? It's a government. It's composed of four things. A king ruling over, people subject or citizens within, having a definite jurisdiction of territory, with laws and an organized system of administering them. Number two, in this case, it's a community. The ecclesia called out ones. This is misinterpreted and mistranslated as church. Ecclesia does not mean church. It is called out ones, those who will follow God out of loving obedience. The family of God, Israel, a nation of priests. And I'm not saying all geographical Israel will be saved. What I'm saying is those people who are found to be true Israelites, according to God's definition of who a true Jew is. And look it up, dear friends. Look it up in Romans chapters 1 through 3. Look it up who a, a true believer of God is in John chapter 14. And look up the sevenfold witness in Revelation. Seven times he says who a true believer really is. And it's not the church. 
As a citizen of this community, we must be subject to its king, his rules and regulations, or Torah, if you will. Pilate asked Yeshua when he went on trial before him, Art thou a king then? And Yeshua answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end I was born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. However, Yeshua also explained to Pilate that his kingdom was not of this world at this time in the present age. So what we see as the message he brought from Yahweh Elohim is the advanced good news of the future establishment of the kingdom of God. What have the Jews been waiting for? And what have we been waiting for? It's Yahweh's rule in the nations and our lives. How does this message relate to the individual and personal life? It shows us that we are to be Torah conscious both of the written and the living Torah, living God's laws with compassion. We are to be subject to the laws of Yahweh's kingdom, not superior to, nor negate them. It concerns government. It concerns Yahweh's overall purpose for the creation. It concerns the entire universe. It concerns the angels who have fallen and the plan to prevent this from ever occurring again. It concerns your place in this kingdom and much, much more. These other gospels do not recognize the whereby we may obtain citizenship into the kingdom, for they preach one aspect and negate the other. By denying the true gospel, the gospel of the kingdom, which infers government, laws and ordinances, they preach a false gospel that confers citizenship by profession, only negating God's Torah, his government, and his laws. Again, I repeat the sevenfold witness in Revelation. Carrying the testimony of Yeshua, that means becoming reconciled to God through Yeshua's sacrifice and his faithfulness, not, ours own, not our own. Check out Romans 3.25 and 2 Peter 1.9 on that one. And to guard the commands of Hashem, following God's Torah, his instructions. If you have any questions, comments, anything you want to talk about on this or any other message, please go to the link, ask the rabbi on our website at rabdavis.org, and I will be happy to address them with you. Shalom.